1: 11 to 1. What exactly is ADHD? Yep. I like yourselves don't know a huge amount about this I've a slight notion in my head but I reckon it's probably wrong our first guest is going to help us with this she is Ireland's second ever professional ADHD coach her coaching career began with Coaching Development Limited an International Coaching Federation accredited course she's also trained with the ADD Coaching Academy based in New York and she has her own personal journey with ADHD after many years of dealing with mental health issues disruption in her life stress she eventually received her diagnosis age 28 uh, now her road to realizing how her own brain works and embracing who she is was a challenging one but now she's working with people on a similar journey to help them overcome challenges they face i'm delighted to be joined by adhd coach claire toomey from ashburn she's on the line how you doing claire Hi Schneid. I'm very good today. How are you doing? I am great and thank you so much for coming back on the show. I read the blog on your website detailing your own ADHD journey and this is so eye-opening because there's so many things that I could go into with regards to this but you know like so much needs to be done to raise awareness also a lot more needs to be done in our education system to accommodate and recognise people with ADHD but also this real struggle, hardship, disruption so much that you had to endure before the diagnose, the diagnosis was made. There's so much to go into with regards to this, and I think our chat today is only really going to scratch the surface of this. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And the thing with ADHD is that no two ADHDers are the same. Okay, so we're only recently talking about it in terms of a spectrum, like they talk about autism, and um, because what might be challenging for one ADHDer could be a strength um, for somebody else. So it varies, right? So like even in myself and other ADHDers that I I know personally and with my clients, um, there may be a range of common um, challenges that we experience or um, characteristics, but they impact everybody differently.
1: That's really interesting and that's another strand to this that I had no idea because, you know, so often as you say, you hear this terminology and you sort of lump people under one category and that's not it at all. But take me back to the start of this. Did you always feel different as a child? So when I look back, I'm, I'm not so sure that I'd say that I felt different, but I certainly felt
0: frustrated and confused because I wouldn't have reached my potential, and certainly not meeting the expectations of, say, my teachers or or peers even around me, Um, and I couldn't understand why, and I definitely had, you know, quite low self-esteem and confidence around myself, and my ability to carry out tasks, to perform academically, and even, uh, you know, in in hobbies and sports and interests and things like that, as you said earlier, you know it wasn't until I was 28 years of age. So that's 28 years of you know feeling like I hadn't really achieved anything, of, of of constant struggle and trying really hard. And that trying hard piece is absolutely exhausting. Yeah, and When I discovered the ADHD, I was like, well, oh, this makes sense. No wonder I, you know, I experienced anxiety on an ongoing basis and that led to burnout and depression um, because that's what happens to people, right? When, when, when they don't have um, a sense of, of purpose or they're not sure what their identity is or where their strengths are.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, as you mentioned there, you know, from reading the the blog posts that, and I really urge anybody that might be kind of, you know, uh, struggling maybe with, you know, uh, a diagnosis of ADHD, or maybe they have a big question mark over whether they have ADHD, or maybe they're curious about this to to read this blog, but um, one of the things that struck me from the, the first part of this when you're talking about your school life, and I think a lot of people will be able to relate to that anxiety in a sense of being brought up to the blackboard and having to... Aww do the maths on the blackboard but you, you, you painted the picture so well of what it was like for you school life was not easy at all for you particularly the way school was say you know not that long ago for us going to school this idea of the pressure of going up to the blackboard
0: there was absolutely pressure to perform and pressure to, you know, get the grades. And high grades meant that you were doing well and you were achieving, right? Mm. And in particular with that story about the math and the, the reading paragraphs, they were about instant responses. And my brain processes things at a lower speed. I'm an experiential and a practical learner, so I know these things about myself now. But back then, I didn't. And at the time, and actually this isn't in the blog, but at the time, I was brought out for a class for extra support around maths. But then I was brought back into the classroom because they realised it's not that she can't do it. Yeah. So it was the change in the environment Sinead, and the slower pace in the classes outside of my main classroom, where I was able to complete the math sums. But in the classroom, un- under pressure, um, and ex- being expected to do it at a certain, in a certain time frame. And then, of course, having people frustrated with me because yeah. I wasn't doing it quicker and they all wanted to finish math. It meant then that my class was jeering me or, or uh, you know, some, some, some encouragement to push me on. But my teachers didn't get it.
1: Yeah, and this is, you know, again, you know, we're not laying blame at teachers' doors. This of is you know, part of the bigger issue. And oh look, at slowly but surely changing this idea of, you know, hammering academic, academic on students and not nurturing the wellness yeah. and the other sides of students. And, and you were, you know, very, very talented at sport. And, and that was something that until you actually joined the dots and actually came to realise, well, this is how my brain works, you kind of went, hang on a minute, I have achieved so much in my life. Yeah. but but tell me then what exactly is ADHD because let me tell you I have a vague notion of what this is you know somebody who yeah. you know can't sit still somebody that's not able to concentrate I have a feeling this is completely inaccurate
0: Let me touch on, on one point you made there I absolutely 100% agree with you it isn't about blame we knew what we knew back then and, and teachers and parents did the best they could back then but now you know we know different because research um, and information has, has expanded. Um, and, and that's how I um, came upon getting diagnosed, you know. Um, so in terms of what ADHD is, like the, the pieces that you said there are generally what people believe. And it's, it's not that we can't concentrate. It's that we, we can concentrate differently, okay? Mm-hmm. So our brains, neurotransmitters, work differently. We have lower levels of dopamine which is responsible for motivation and pleasure, okay? So we need higher levels of stimulation and challenge to keep us engaged. Also, structured and rigid environments don't allow us to have the freedom to experience variety and stimulation right so like the way that the, the system and whether that's education or workplace environments you know who said sitting still for eight hours and yeah. not moving around when you, you needed to read who decided that wasn't what works or what should not should or not how it should be done
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. so the other thing the other neurotransmitter is norepinephrine and this one is responsible for alertness and memory, and this one is um, imbalanced in us, which is why that many ADHDers can shift between being inattentive to having hyper-focus. And the hyper-focus usually um, revolves around things that are really interesting to us, things that we're passionate about, things that create a sense of challenge, which is why a lot of ADHDers will talk about, you know, procrastinating on things, and then when it comes to like the deadline, so like the day before the assignment or the exam, our neurons start to fire up okay and we're well able to sit down and study and, and, and take information in and um, the other neurotransmitter is serotonin so serotonin is responsible for you know calmness and happiness and regulating our emotions and that's also lower in us, which is why sometimes we can experience lower levels or sorry emotional dysregulation and um like you know the well-known pieces that ADHD males tend to be quite aggressive or frustrated, Frustrated, so that's where um, the serotonin comes in. And, of course, like, it impacts um, ADHD's lives in all different areas, like sleep and mm-hmm. eating habits and um, social interactions and um, what else? I'm, I'm, I'm getting confused now. Oh, yeah, um, like impulsivity, right, yeah. and organisation and planning. This is all part of the prefrontal cortex in our brain where the neurotransmitters are connected to.
1: That's really interesting and even some of those things that you're pointing out there, you know, some of the, the, that people might realise, like I'm getting a message here and this is, I'd say a lot of people will be thinking this Thank you so much David. He says uh, Sinead, I used to think it was just a bold child Very interesting. That's exactly it, isn't it? So, you know, a lot of teachers back in the day, you know, remove this disruptive child, you know, that was the thing because they didn't realise what you're saying, that this is how it's being exhibited and it's about managing this. So this is where you come in Claire, because you are now the second ever uh, coach in Ireland for for people with ADHD. Tell us about you know what you do and how you can support people. Okay, so I was very
0: fortunate that I benefited from the first coach in Ireland, who was Heather Blackmore, and I worked with her for two years, and and my work with her absolutely transformed my life. And um, I had I wanted to be a part of this, and and I, and I wanted to be I wanted to give back. So um, a couple of years ago, I did my coach training. So I work currently work with individuals and in group settings, and I work with teens and adults. And it's basically about peeling everything back, right? So we come back to the stories that we believed and, and were told from childhood, because that's the thing with ADHD. It, it, it is absolutely present in our childhood, and particularly with males, as you said there and as that um, texture has commented on, Phrases like bold, always just misbehaving, they're just aggression. And that's the common um, piece that males have definitely heard. And it's also why women have gone um, undiagnosed because their, I suppose, key traits were daydreaming or, or mm-hmm. talkative. And, and that was just brushed off. So, what I do is, you know, my process is, is entirely client led. And it's all about, because as I said earlier, each ADHD is different so their journey on coaching will be different but they get to tell me what's challenging for them we go on a journey of exploring you know what are the beliefs they have we pull those apart we look for new evidence and we uncover the strengths because ADHD are incredibly talented and gifted um, and do really really well and lead incredible lives but just behind the performing and um, or the showing up in the job or the family that's when you know things can fall short for us So continually feel exhausted so looking at all of that we put in place strategies and methods that work and that are applicable to the way each individual's brain works rather than having to study or carry out tasks or even not just how they do the tasks but the tasks that they actually do so they're trying people are trying to force themselves to do things because they think oh i should do this or i need to do this because everybody else does this and um it's it's a bit of a journey in a sense of, you know, I don't have a magic wand. It's not like taking a tablet and it goes away. I don't want anyone's ADHD to disappear because, you know, I'm fortunate that I'm at this space now where I see so many strengths in it. But um, it's about, you know, applying something, seeing how it works, coming back to me, reassessing, making any tweaks and changes. And it's really, really empowering. And I say this because I was a coaching client and I'm constantly reminding my clients of that, you know, like, you know because some people come and maybe they haven't looked at their work but there's learning in that as well because we're like right well, that's perfect what got in the way and yeah. then we're talking about how they talk to themselves other things that became a priority and it really is transformational and i i love what i do like i get to see you know people light up and feel empowered and and start to kind of own their diagnosis and and then i tell people what they need and and advocate for themselves and, and
1: you know um, and you know what—that that's illness. so important as you say there you know this idea of you know like it's its don't think this is the world is falling asunder when you get a diagnosis there's there's lots of positive aspects to this Claire, I could I, I, I promise you we are going to come back to this topic because as I mentioned at the start we've only really scratched the surface of this how can people get in touch with you if they want to avail of coaching if they want more information
0: So my website is internalconnections.ie. I'm also on Instagram. And on the web, website, you can just find uh, which category you're looking for. So whether you're a youth or an adult and there's a form there that you can fill out and it'll send it directly to, to my inbox and
1: we'll look after you from there. Claire, that is fantastic. Listen, thank you so, so much for joining us. As I, I promise you, we will come back to this again. It's a fascinating subject and I think the work that you're doing is really, really important. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Well thank you so much for highlighting it Sinead Thanks a million Claire Toomey there if you want more information I highly recommend you read this blog even just for curiosity's sake like myself to educate yourself on what ADHD is all about it's really interesting Internal Connections InternalConnections.ie and as Claire said she is on Instagram as well if you're following me on Instagram at Sinead Brazzle LMFM you'll see in my stories uh, the link to Claire there and you can, you can find her that way but really interesting and I'd I do think for parents and teachers as well, very important to read this blog. It's it, it's eye opening. Internalconnections.ie. Eleven to one.